This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge going on today at participating Buffalo Wild Wing locations. Ten percent of everything that you uh, eat today, ten percent of food sales goes to Ford and Faith Ranch. We'll hand that check out here in a couple of weeks to them. Also, coming up this week, uh, looking forward to uh, in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, I'll be at my home church here in Birmingham, Alabama, Shades Mountain Baptist Church, Man Church, Sunday night. And uh, it is free. We'll be in the big room, so as many of you that wants to come, uh, you can come. Uh, we'll be talking about this term that you hear a lot, uh, disciple, discipleship. What exactly does that mean? Uh, we'll unpack that coming up at Man Church uh, for men everywhere this Sunday night. In Birmingham, Alabama, 6 o'clock local time. You don't need a ticket. It doesn't cost anything, nothing like that. If you're somewhere else in the country and you'd like to watch it, you can. There'll be a live stream as well, shades.org slash live, shades.org slash live. You can find that at rickandbubba.com. Under upcoming events, thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, we're, we're, we're walking toward an election on November 3rd. Maybe you've heard about it. We've been in a pandemic. 2020 has taken life and just swatted it up and threw it over there, and you're get, gathering pieces of it, try to put it back together. And there are things that will be forever affected, uh, and one of those may be movie theaters. Rick, we've got kind of a, a quandary going on here because a lot of the big um, studios have held up movies that they wanted to put out in the theaters yeah. you know I, I don't know if we're ever going to see top gun too I, I don't no. that thing's been pushed back I mean, never like never. eight times yeah. so they're holding it because they don't think enough people will go to the theaters well now the theaters are certainly not attracting a crowd because they don't have any of these big blockbuster movies coming to them some of them have decided to go online first so one of the largest change amc is on the verge of bankruptcy so if you have them and then you, you're going to have a domino effect, there'll be several other groups that will uh, file for bankruptcy too and probably shut down. Once the, the theaters or the movie studios decide they want to put these movies out, there's not going to be anywhere to go see them. Exactly. You, you see that oh, yeah. you, we're, in a, we're, we're, we're in a circle equation here. So uh, AMC is doing all they can. They, they announced that you can rent a theater now for $99. I've seen and, some uh, go to that. If you, yeah. Maybe if you have a meeting, uh, a social group, uh, any kind of you know get together you want to have, you can rent a theater now for ninety nine dollars. Yeah, ninety nine bucks. Is they're just trying to hang yeah. on? I guess that's just one theater, not the whole place, but just, yeah, just one, one room. I mean, it's one room, hold. one mm-hmm. giant room. And you, you can order the food and all that. Right, yeah. ninety nine bucks. That's good. And I guess you got to pay for the food though. But I mean, too, yeah, but, you have to pay for the yeah, food, and it'll be terrible. You don't have to get the food, but yeah. you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But ninety nine bucks for me to have a, and one of the yeah. entire theaters is I mean, pretty good. If I have a sales presentation or a church trying to meet or birthday party, birthday party, or you know, just whatever social group you have that's trying to get together. I got to go back uh, to this though. Deal. What are we going to watch? Even if I rent the theater? Well, I don't know that you have to watch anything. I mean, I guess you could show something, but if you're having a presentation, maybe you got slides or 
you know, some kind of PowerPoint thing, or maybe maybe you're just a band going to perform on stage. What if I want to fire up you my know? YouTube TV account and watch the Bama-Georgia game? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you could go. do that. You I could mean, do that. You could invite all your football buddies over to watch a game. I'm sure they could patch it through up there and watch it on the big screen, you know? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Awesome. Have a blowout. But you're yeah. right. It, it's it's this deal <laughs> watching uh, my oldest son, man. He is He's having a terrible time. So many things. They, they don't want to shoot these things, and they don't want to do them. Then they're moving them around because they don't know how to release them. And like you said, they've, they've tried this. I wish we knew, like when Tom Hanks' movie Greyhound, they decided <laughs> to go straight to Apple with it on streaming. I wonder how that did. H- how big is it when you don't have the theater tickets to go along with the streaming? I know yeah, it's- how, uh, you know, like you're saying, how much money, if you have a blockbuster that's released online, how much money can you make on that versus what right. it would be if it was in the theaters? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. For smaller projects, I imagine that, that the streaming would be a good option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one of those things like where, you know, we, we talk about this all the time about TV money versus how many tickets you sell at the stadium. How right. big a hit is that for you? And then we start seeing some numbers. It's, it's we just don't big... know their business model. Well, yet. like I say, Sherry uh, and uh, when both boys were home, uh, the, the younger ones, and I went to a movie and we were the only people. In that theater, yeah, and yeah. it was a seven mm-hmm. o'clock like Friday night kind of thing. You, you, you know, Struggling. talking about mm-hmm. talking about business models in general, I, I will say this in college because I was there for quite a while, you know, mm-hmm. yes. and I almost, I mean, if I'd have took like one more class, I could have had a minor in business too. So, if you if you're in school and you're you're looking to fill, you know, your schedule, I would I would advise you to take some business classes because I had some that were very interesting. I mean, I didn't want to miss them because they were so good. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, where I they agree. do business models for different mm-hmm. industries, how mm-hmm. they how they make their money, and it it's very enlightening. I have a little bit more information on the AMC locations that might help a little bit. Back to the story, it says groups of twenty can enjoy private user experiences. The price for rentals goes up to three forty nine, depending on the movie chosen by the group. Uh, currently, thirty four films are being offered in the rental packages. Older releases start at ninety nine plus tax, while newer movies go up to 149 so i guess depending on so no your movie ball. choice or whatever so you're picking a movie yeah. and then uh, you, up to 20 people can have a private user hey. experience trust, so, trust me if you say i'll take the room if i can pop some football in here they'll find a way to pop it in well, there they're gonna, they're gonna have to i wonder for the movie industry not the, the theater's easy we can see that one easy if nobody's coming you're in the box. right okay right. You, ain't, you, you know and you got to sell popcorn right. man. you got to sell that big that big tub for about 12 bucks you know what I mean? But back to the movie industry, because we know this, and maybe this is a terrible comparison, but it's the, it's the easy, easiest one to grab. Mm-hmm. We know when it came to music artists that though we, the consumer, love to be able to pay nine ninety nine a month and have access to catalogs upon catalogs of music uh, or to be able to buy a song for $0.99. Cents. We love that. Mm-hmm. But for the artists and the songwriters, they actually now make a lot less money. And so the artist, not so much the songwriter, the artist is the one who got hit the most. The artists now have to go on tour where they sell tickets and T-shirts and hats. That's how they make their big money now. And a promoter who thinks he can sell the place out gives the band a guarantee, and then the band still gets the, their percentage of the merch, and yeah. so does the promoter. He takes mm-hmm. a little yeah. off too. Yeah, That's how these people said we're going to remain at the level we were uh, lifestyle-wise. But now there are no – Concerts are convoluted, yeah. and people are trying to go. I wonder if this is not going to be the the resurgence of the drive-in. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I know people are doing concerts and drive-ins. Mm-hmm. That's if you've got a drive-in property right now, you, that thing went from having weeds everywhere to being back in play. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Um, and if, so for church services is nothing else. So back to my original <laughs> point: would would the would the movie theater experience money be the concert for the musician? Is that the concert for the actors and the movie producers? That that money's too important to not be in the equation at all. Obviously, because yeah. they're not making any movies. Right. Uh, they're they're just sitting on them, yeah. waiting to see if we can get a theater going again. But then Bubba makes the point, and we all did in the story. Well, you can wait all you want to, but if you get ready for the big blockbuster release uh, coming up this Thursday night for for a midnight showing into Friday, and there's no theaters to put it in, guess what? You you don't have any options now. You're you're over in the streaming mm-hmm. category. Yeah. So and and like all of you guys, I have I have different moods. There's times. When I just want to be at home on my couch watching the movie and loving it. But there's something about getting up out of your house, getting a shower, and going to the theater to see something, eating that popcorn, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, and all that and hanging out. I, I, that it's option, a good experience. You know, sometimes you got to get out of the house, man. Just, yeah, just, let's nice just go do something. Yeah. Uh, so, but again, when I went, there was nobody there. So I don't think they're selling many tickets. And, no. and you know what's hard to sell tickets? I have no new releases. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. That's, yeah. That really doesn't get me out there. Yeah. And, and to yeah, what? You don't want to go see Turner and Hooch. I no. Mean, right. As good as that was. Yeah. Okay. Back as to good the, as that was. Back We've to the popcorn. It says that popcorn or snacks aren't included, but you can buy them at the concession stand. You can bring your own catered food in at a charge of $250. It just can't be any food that's sold at the concession stand. All right, let's go so, phone calls. that, too. When we get back, Harry Murdahl, any topic you want to talk about, you can at 866-WE-BE-BIG, our first phone segment of the week, and we'll chat with you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds a pop, largest number of people, shortest amount of time. You can talk about any topic you want to, any topic. Make a comment, ask a question, try to get it inside thirty seconds before the buzzer. And then uh, that, the good news with that, see, now as you're you're coming in, you're like, oh, well, that line looks long up there. Now we'll, we're going to start. Look, not if they start popping through quick. We're gone. Uh, there are two timeouts that can be used if Bubba or Helmsy uh, so desire. John in Greenville. We'll get us started. John, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba phone trail. Go ahead, brother. Good morning, guys. Hey, listen, in light of CBS uh, asking, finally asking John uh, uh, Biden about his son's uh, Hunter involvement in uh, China, uh, Alex Jones had a uh, broadcast where he talked about there's video out of uh, Hunter Biden not only uh, having inappropriate relations with kids but also torturing them. Do you know anything about that and the subsequent – Blackmail that China might have. You know, I uh, here I got, I got. To, uh, let me, let me just address this, Rick. Okay, Alex Jones. I know some of you love Alex Jones, but he has a earth-shaking conspiracy every week. Okay, you can't have fifty-two earth-shaking conspiracies every year. Okay, so. I think he has so many nine one one. You got to see this. 
that it waters down when he might actually have one that has some good to it. I don't really buy into all that. I, I don't, I just can't, I guess in my sane mind, I can't think it could be that bad. Now, do we have Biden's on the take? Do we have that? Sure. I think you look at that. I, I'm just not into this. They're I don't think Alex it, even buys into it. They're carrying it too far. I will go this far. Alex Jones, in my opinion, is the right's version of the people on the left we say always overplay their hand. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right. he's, he's, How about this? He's we, way out there. We've got enough things that everybody can clearly see to be yeah. concerned about, and then mm-hmm. Alex Jones is used by the left to discredit things because he has to go bizarro with it. And, right. and see what and, and, happens. And he overplays his hand yeah. with things that there's plenty that we can all talk about that doesn't look good, and then he becomes – uh, he he becomes a tool for the left yeah. to yeah. point and say, "Well, this yeah. is what they look. How weird the right is." So mm-hmm. we're so, not we're not all Alex Jones. Okay? Like in the Hunter Biden world, it's it's a legitimate investigation. Sure. Did Hunter Biden get jobs and take money because of who he was selling influence that his dad might have? That's legit. That he's kidnapping and torturing kids off the page. On, yeah. Okay. And when you do that, and when you talk about that, it it takes away from the real story that's out there. We've said the same thing to the left. Don't overplay your hand because then people don't take it serious when right. something's legitimate. Yep. So I said, Alex so Jones. So be careful with that. Alex I, Jones is the right version of overplaying uh, his hand, and then people don't take you serious when something but, really is legit. But his his show and his thing, if he doesn't always have earth shaking news. There, there's nothing to report, and you can't have that much earth-shaking news. Mm-hmm. Maybe once a year, you know. And he's one of these kind of people. If you look him in the eye, you'll see that look. I'm well, talking. Well, he's kind of got that. Yeah, yeah. Greg, be careful. Be careful. Greg in Mississippi. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, the trooper that took down the protester uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. He he like runs marathons, and he's he does like a four seven forty. Yeah, he does. And, and and he's also an instructor at the Mississippi Highway Patrol Academy. So you don't think he ain't got a film he can show his recruits next season? Let me tell you something. His Money. closing speed was fantastic. Yeah, I bet yeah. Leach tries he's to get guy. him to take a few classes so he'll be eligible. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to see him go sideline to sideline one time. I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> at least play special teams. Gray and Atmore. He could be the 12th man. <laughs> Gray, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, buddy. How y'all? Fire it up. Hey, you talk about the movie theaters. Uh, the little movie theater here in Atmore, you know, it's built in the 50s. It's got those slanted, you know, the slanted floor. Back during the 2000s, you could rent it out during the week or in the weekend for birthday parties, which, you know, that's no big deal until you play uh, PlayStation uh, football on the big screen. You could bring your videos. They would hook you up, and you, the kids yeah. would play any of the play games. On- well, that'd, that'd, be, that'd, that'd be cool. All right, Linda in Alex City uh, is going to parlay off of that. Linda, go ahead. Oh, good morning, guys. Hey. Yeah, our little theater here in Alexander City, beautiful Lake Martin, Bubba, yes, ma'am. has been doing uh, games on foot, the football games for years now, especially the Alabama-Auburn game. Yeah, go put it on the big screen yeah. and mm-hmm. take up some money. Look, at th- these are great rooms. Uh, they can be used for many things, and I think uh, you're going to have to see that business model more and more. Yeah, yeah, and the problem is the product's coming in because I think if yeah. people will rent it, and go sit in there. Well, we've kind of overcome the we can sit here and watch something because we're here. Right. <laughs> what, we now, yeah. what we now need is just some new stuff to be coming to the theater. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, let's go to uh, Donna in Madison. Donna, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning. I just wondered if you guys had noticed how the reporting, at least, on Antifa and Black Lives Matter seemed to slow down since uh, uh, the – 
Republican Party has started complaining that the Democrats are funding that, and as well, how terrorism seems to be almost non-existent in this uh, country Mm -hmm. from ISIS and those folks. Well, I think what you have seen, the polling data says that it is hurting the Democrats, these riots. And so you have seen reporting go way down. You have seen riots go way down because apparently whoever's funding them has cut it back. Well, and you know what? you still got some. You still got some. It goes back to you got to be careful. It's such a delicate play. The Democrats are the best at saying you should be terrified and you need us to be sure nothing bad happens to you. Terror, terror, fear, fear, fear. We save the day. Well, here's the problem. They got tied into burning cities, lawlessness, no law and order, and they thought that was going to be used to tell people you have to not reelect Donald Trump or we're going to burn all the cities. And what's happened is people are afraid of the protests and they're not looking to Donald Trump as being someone that will make them safe again. Right. So, it- so now Trump has taken the Democrats' normal thing, oh, he equals safety, not y'all. And so they're realizing that, and they're trying to change it right overplayed here. Overplayed it. They've overplayed it again. And, and here's the thing, too. They uh, they they were trying to to make the point, Rick, that – and you've heard them get up there and say, look, these were peaceful protests, and, and Donald Trump sent in this, or Donald Trump did that, or Governor so-and-so did this. These were just peaceful protesters. We've seen the footage. They were not peaceful protests. You can't break glass and it be a peaceful protest. You can't throw fire on things and it be a peaceful protest. Did you see the guy in Seattle over the weekend that had a torch lit on the end of a pole and he ran and stuck it into a police officer in a car? No, I did not. Oh, wow. it's it's unbelievable. It's all documented on the footage too. You ought to see that. Go on. Well, I mean, it's 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 awful. I mean, mm. it, it. I cannot believe the level that it's got to. There he is. And yeah, it's look. And the police unload him, but he he rams that in a car what with a, a police man. officer. What a mad Good man! Night. Bruce in Nashville, the Music City. Go ahead, buddy. Rick, I had never really paid it. Maybe I never noticed the fifty-fifty ball. I told you. I am mm-hmm. telling you, since you have brought that up, my goodness, I bet I heard that six times this weekend. And one guy called it a seventy thirty, and they got in a discussion. They got in a discussion with the other guy, and they negotiated, and they both ended up with sixty forty. At some point, doesn't the seventy thirty just become a pass? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I told you they were obsessed with that this yeah. year. Obsessed with it, <laughs> guys. A fifty fifty ball is throwing it up for grabs. <laughs> now we're getting down to seventy thirty and sixty forty. <laughs> That's a 60-40 ball because my guy can jump better. Yeah. It's, it's the catchphrase of the year. Yep. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be biggest number. Relief Factor teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. I've already had my first packet uh, for the day, and uh, as the the years keep piling on, uh, uh, more thankful I am about uh, Relief Factor. But uh, you know, some of you out there are in, in excruciating pain. And it's it's more than just uh, you know the the stiffness and uh, uh, of age. Uh, you got something going on that uh, that maybe relief factor can help in the over the counter stuff. 
uh, sometimes, uh, well, we know they're not designed to be used every day, and we've seen how it can be bad if you, you know, don't use them if you don't use them as directed. Uh, and then you have the opioid problem and the the addictive properties of that. And I don't have to talk very long to every single family probably listening to me or watching right now has somebody that has ha- had an issue there. Uh, so um, relief factor is all natural. It's for botanicals. It, it naturally helps the body with its inflam- inflammatory response. And we're, we're getting more and more emails of people who just uh, just love it, had one uh, over the weekend. As a matter of fact, you'll find in one of the upcoming commercials. But um, So if you'd like to get it uh, for $19.95, you'll get a three-week supply, and then you'll know in three weeks whether this is the answer for you, and hopefully it will be. If not, uh, you're out $19.95, but at least you know, and you can cross through that one. But if you're like uh, the majority of people that order more and you do see results, uh, then that's something to celebrate. ReliefFactor.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So we just mentioned uh, the Seattle man who uh, tried to set fire uh, to a Seattle police car with the officer still inside. He he was successful in in doing that. He did get the fire inside the car. Uh, The officer did fire on him after doing that, but Speedy says he looked and said um, uh, the man was not hit. Uh, But uh, the people who were there witnessing it heard the man screaming, I'm going to kill you as he walked down the alley with a burning torch in his hands. Yeah, look at the footage. I mean, there's great footage of this. Yeah. It's, it's scary, though. All right, so this is Can uh, we hear this it? This is body is cam footage here. Beep, beep, no no audio. Mark. No, no, it's, it's full of um, some okay. Okay. language there. Okay. Um, so is this where am I inside the police car now? Is it looks that, like body yeah. cam here. Okay. Uh, and then now it's a All split right. screen of the guy walking down an alley with the torch. Right. Uh, He's got a giant stick with a ball of fire on the end of it. Right. Okay. And, he, and he's screaming, I'm going to kill you, is what mm-hmm. witnesses are well, saying. Well, you're going to see him come down the street here. Okay, so there's the policeman now stepping out, mm-hmm. wanting to know what he's well, doing. Well, he's looking out the window. Yeah, and, uh, and and so he's he seems he's now moving toward the guy, and uh, the guy's got the, the, the flaming This is where towards. he turns and comes back. Yeah, now he's turning back. The toward. police officer even backs up, and look, he, he comes up and rams that into the into the door or the window of the police car. And there's the officer coming out the other side. Vehicle on fire. Yeah, vehicle is on fire. And uh, and he's stepping outside and, and, and takes some shots at him. But uh, from what we heard, they, he did not hit him. They ch- they chased him to a nearby parking garage where they had to tase the guy to get him under control and into custody. Um, but the bullets that were shot through the window of the police vehicle to try to you know get out of the situation did not hit the man. Um from the yeah, reports. It's, it's harder to tell what's going on without the audio from it, Rick, because then you hear the gunshots, you see that yeah, right. you know, it kind of plays a little better. So this happened in the middle of the day? Yeah. 1.30 p.m. Who yeah. Who is walking around with a giant torch like that? What in the world? It looks like somebody trying to do harm. Well, uh, As you mentioned earlier, he's screaming, I- I'm going to kill see, you. Rick, you see him coming down oh, the yeah. street here. Yeah, I see him. I mean, it, it is one of these things that this is see, what— See, the police car goes up to him and then stops, and then he turns around and attacks the police car. See the bottom panel there on the left? Yeah, I saw that the whole way, yeah. And see, the guy shoots through the oh, windshield back yeah. at him, but yeah, he didn't get And then that. has to get out on the passenger side to get out of the vehicle. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's on fire now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is what lawlessness looks like. Yeah. I mean, th- this is it. And Do y'all realize, too, when you burn a police car, they're kind of expensive because they have a lot of equipment in them. Uh, that's money that we can't use for other things, you know, like, you know, parks and helping people out and, you know, other things that we might need as a city. 
I mean, do they understand that? Those are very expensive cars. You know, maybe in Seattle, if you can find some way to tie burning police cars back to the plot of animals, maybe right. somebody would care. Right. Uh, something like that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you. Incredible. I don't know how you get people to reason and think and logically walk through things. Well, watch it for yourself today. And I, I, the one I saw did. I did not hear bad words in it, but uh, I'm sure there might be some in that. Well, let, let, let's ask this question. So, if you are in a city with a burning torch, right? Well, he comes running at the policeman to set this on fire. Was that his original intent? What was he going to burn? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> now, at that point, let me ask you this. Should the officer have called for a uh, mental health expert or someone social to, social worker. Social worker to de-escalate that when he's running at me with a burning torch? What, what Exactly what is supposed to be the response of the police officer at that point? I'm going to go back to this, too, because I know— I think he should have shot sooner, quite frankly. And, and the Biden— Before he got the torch in the window. The Biden campaign. And by the way, I want to thank somebody. I don't know who you are, that somehow now the Democratic Party has my cell phone. That, that Now they're starting to reach oh, out to me. Thank of, you. Because I can assure you it's not because of my donation. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway— You so, know what I send back now every time I get something? I go, they ask for $7, $8. I said, I'm going to donate, but to the your opponent now. Right. Because you keep bothering me. So <laughs> See you again after lunch. But that's a good one. I don't know who, I don't know who did that, but that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, but— um, I like hearing what they really say. They're they're weirder than you even think they are. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. I, I yeah. can't believe that the, their emails actually say what they say. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so when Biden and and because the thing that you love about the the, the emotional left, the all loving, all caring, unless you disagree with them, um, <laughs> is they just throw out statements like children because they know that most of our country now has the mentality of a child. So when you throw out. Well, I'd like to see a situation when someone's mentally ill that I want a police officer to be there with a social worker or, or, or you know, a psychiatrist or someone who deals with the, the mentally disturbed. Uh, and you know, they got a you know a machete trying to cut everybody up. I want the social worker to talk them down, and maybe it didn't lead to somebody getting shot. You know, even though really there was a time in life where if you attacked somebody with a machete and got shot, everybody knew you brought it on yourself. Right. But, you, but, but, you, but, you know what right. you'd say? Right. Hey, you deserved that right. one. But, yeah. but but now that that's not that the one's case. on you. If yeah. you if you set a police car on fire, they might shoot at you. Yeah. There's a time that we all kind of knew that. But right. but now I, for some I reason, know you know I don't uh, Rick. I'm not you know a genius by any stretch, but I know that a police officer has a lot of deadly weapons. So if I'm if I'm running at him with a torch like I'm, uh, you know, charging a windmill in the Netherlands, uh, he's probably going <laughs> to respond. You know what I mean? I mean, Don, what was his name? But but go back to this again. Where was this cat going with the burning torch if he doesn't? If the policeman doesn't show up, Rick, I'm gonna say there's nothing good. There's no good scenario we can we can figure from this guy going down a city street with a giant long pole that's burning on the end, screaming, "I'm gonna kill you." We now live in a time where the attacker is the victim. Oh, of course. But go back to this again. (laughs) Back to the childlike childlike view of the world, uh, which the emotion. When you're dealing, when your worldview is based on emotion, you don't walk things out. You don't think things through. Yeah. Have you ever talked to anybody who works in social work? Have you ever talked to anybody? And I know people that do this. Do you know? You ever talk to people that work in the in the field of of psychiatric care or social work? Do do, do y'all think they have time? Do you think we have the resources to now have them riding shotgun with policemen with all the other things they now don't have the time to do or can't or not can't get enough funding to do? That all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in this in this mystical utopian Democrat world, social workers 
and psychologists and psychiatrists have suddenly been given this magical time they don't have now and this funding that they don't have now to now not not just accomplish what they already have on their plate every week, but to now ride gun with policemen when they need them. We're, we're magically going to have all these resources, that, and we don't know where the money's going to come from. Because we're already defunded. Yeah. And then the first time a social worker is, is gunned down are set on fire, or are their heads chopped off with a machete, then there's going to be an outcry, why are we dragging social workers into these dangerous situations? <laughs> why are we not protecting <laughs> them? So okay. this, we, we have an officer with a deadly weapon. Why are we not protecting the social worker? This social worker thing, <laughs> so hey, true. this social worker thing sounds kind of neat and kind of, yeah, man, that, that may be a good way to cut down on all You're this. You're not at a peace table right. trying to work out a deal, Guys, a business closure. I'm going to tell you all this, too. There are no bears that eat porridge either. Okay, right. and they don't live in a little cabin and, <laughs> and and sleep in different size beds. Okay, that's not real, and this kind of mentality is the the mentality of a child. Uh, I mean this this is this is the I want a pony. I have no idea where it comes from or how much one costs or how much it costs to keep one up. Uh, social workers are going to start riding gun with the police when someone. It may sound like they're mentally ill. They're just going to leave what they do every day, and add that to what they already mm-hmm. do. Talk to a social worker and see how they feel about it. I promise you, this is not the dream they have. This is not what they signed up for, and it's not what they do. And they don't have time to to ride a gun with a policeman every time they think somebody's not not mentally right. It's, it's a ridiculous idea. Fifteen minutes, to the top of the hour. Eight six six. We be bigs. The number. We'll take more of your phone calls when we come back. Uh, on the things that we have discussed. Uh, check our website, rickandbubba.com. If you have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store, lots of new items and coming soon, this year's latest CD. So we'll keep you updated on that. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes I to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Uh, I'm so excited right now. Oh, yeah. Let's go to. Um, I feel so much better. Yes. Well, look, you, you should be with me more often. We all show it in different ways. Yes. To the phones, uh, standing by. Let's go to Jeremy and Atala. Jeremy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you, sir? Go ahead. I'm good, boys. Oh, man, that feels good. I haven't done that in a long time. Good, man. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm fired up this morning. I, this whole, this last topic about this idiot with the fire, yep. uh, with the torch, and then wanting to put uh, social workers in here with these cops. These idiots don't realize what goes through to become a police officer, the training. I've got buddies that go through and have told me what they went through yep. to become to become uh, officers. They don't realize that you stay up all night long during this training for multiple days, and then when you think that you're getting to go to sleep, that the trainer's busting in the door to test how you handle critical situations with no sleep and no rest. And yeah, I, I mean the the same thing. And social workers, they have training, but they they both have two different types of training. And for us to get the social worker up to speed on riding around with policemen and coming to the scenes where 
a dangerous person, obviously has mental issues, and they can do a better job of talking him down than the police can or her. Um, that's going to require a, a different approach to social workers. It's also going to put a much uh, you know, more expensive price tag on the social worker. And I just kind of think that probably this idea is one of those things that, that sounds good and it sounds precious, but it's just stupid. You know, I think uh, social workers are one of those professions that's a calling, no, no doubt. doubt. It better not but, be for money. But I don't think a lot of them want to put on like a bulletproof vest. They've got a pretty tough day, like I said, already yeah, lined already, up. Yeah, already, yeah. Let's go to Greg in Texas. Uh, Greg, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey, how, how about it? Uh, pretty good. Hey, one thing on mental health. We don't have enough mental health providers to take care of the 22 veterans committing suicide today. That's only 1% of the population. Right. Yeah. Where's the other 99% going to come from? Yeah. It's, it's one, remember, the, the left just throws out these ideas, and they if you ask them to walk it out and say, tell me exactly how that's going to work, that's not their world. They, they just like to say things uh, and, and don't even think through how they're done. And most of the time, these things are not possible but as long as you can say them in campaign uh, discussions and, and Q&As, everybody goes, hey, man, yeah, that's, that's an idea. Then the media gets right in line behind you and shakes their head like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Norm in New Brockton. Norm, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, man, I got a few things right quick. Uh, first of all, just to give you an idea, Chicago, of course it is Chicago, June the 1st of this year answered 60,000 911 calls. Wow. So I don't know how many social workers it would take, but a bunch. And the second thing, uh, please tell Greg, Jason is ready to fight. Thank you. <laughs> Jason is ready to fight? Do you know what that is? <laughs> now, Greg, Greg, Greg's trying to figure that one out. He, he doesn't know. Uh, David in Rimlap. David, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Good morning, guys. How you doing, buddy? As a um, Good. As a solid C student, you know, in college I had to look at some – well, frankly, some easier degrees to achieve. And, uh, you know, social worker was one of them that I had to consider. And when I realized that they make a whopping $40,000 a year, I had to realize that that is a calling. But there's a lot of people out there that, let's just say, aren't the brightest among us that are pursuing this career because it's what they could do. And maybe when they start stacking up the bodies of these people, like Cordwood, CNN will actually cover it because, you know, they refuse to yeah. talk about how many cops. I, I think we killed. can make your, your point, and I know people that this is their call in their life and they're brilliant people who could have done anything they wanted to. But then, sure, but absolutely. Then, but, but then absolutely. to make your point, but then to make your point, that's my degree. Sure. I, too, got out of college yep. with a sociology degree because it was the easiest way out. And, yeah. and, and I think it, you and I both spent the same amount of time in the books. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. So I could show my mom a certificate and then go back and work in radio, which I was already <laughs> doing. Huh. Uh, so, um, you know, you got, Rick, you need a fallback. Okay, how about social worker? Uh, so uh, our degree in that. Uh, Daryl in Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Daryl, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, I just hate to change the subject because y'all got y'all on an awesome topic there about about the guy throwing a torch in a police officer. But, you know, back to the political part of it, um, Biden is trying to take all of our ammunition away from us and our guns. You know, so look where we're staying there. I mean, we got to have our law enforcement, and we have to um, 
Hmm. Come okay. on, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of different ways. The Second Amendment. You've heard the, the left talk about talk about this a lot. It says what it says. So there has to be other ways to get around it. And you know, uh, trying to make it more difficult to you know obtain uh, you know the 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 gun that the uh, Constitution affords you if you can be responsible. Uh, you know, try to find what you know. Remember, if all else fails, Democrats go back to the 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 old plan that's been around forever. Just tax it. Tax it into oblivion mm-hmm. and, and see if somebody – because remember, they did the same thing with cigarettes. They said cigarettes were evil unless you'd pay a whole lot for them, then you can have them. Uh, they said pollution's <laughs> terrible. Unless you'll pay fines, yeah. then you can pollute. Mm-hmm. The, so keep in mind, eventually the Democrats, when it gets to ammunition and guns, they'll just say, if you'll give us a lot of money, you can have as much of it as you want. Right. That, yeah. That's the way they operate. They have operated that way and, for a very long time. And the problem with not finding it now is not the government. It's supply and demand. Right. I mean, they everything they do causes people to go out and buy more ammunition. I know. I know. Let me tell you, if you hey, said, if, let me tell you, there has not been a a sale of guns and ammunition in this country like we've had since Obama went in. No, I mean, no. It, every time he would get up a, and make a speech about outlawing guns, gun sales would go through the roof. So they put more on the street than anybody. Wait a minute. I know. Oh, it's hard to believe in it, Just a minute. Are you confused by that, Mr. America? <laughs> Are you telling me if you tell people they ain't going to get to get guns or ammo, they'll buy a bunch of it? That's right. They sure will. They'll How'd load that happen? up. How'd that happen? <laughs> I mean, it's, come on, man. I mean, it's it's uh, supply and demand, Rick. By the way, I think that's Reese's favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> he is owned by that. Thank you. I had the whole house. With, I did one that y'all would have loved yeah. about. My Brody was having some stomach issues, and it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, it rocked the whole house. It just—I—I I just did. I, I did a Costanza good night. Went to bed with everybody laying in the kitchen floor laughing. You might have to do one on offensive lineman in a minute for me. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> to Tara in Gadsden. Tara, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, Monkey Grass and Green Acres. Thank you for the call, Tara. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yes. So I'm a social worker with the state of Alabama. And the first time that I heard about them calling social workers to the field as a police officer, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that if they asked me, my, like my boss came up to me one day and said, hey, you've got to start riding tag along with a police officer, be like, um... Here's my like I'm done. Right, Tara. Well, I think I think you could handle a drug dealer who thinks he's been stiffed by one of his workers, (laughs) right? You and talk him out of that situation. Tara, get out here. We got a crazy man with a torch setting police cars on fire. (laughs) Tara, talk him down. I'll sit here. Tara, we need you to talk to him and see. Like, I've been in the profession for ten years, and I do not have the skills to be able to handle something like that. So 
here we go. Seven minutes past from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is the Rick and Bubba show. Getting close to celebrating our 27th birthday. 27 years of Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. And welcome back. Look at there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, look at there. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. So, Bubba, we were just uh, we just had something happen here at the plaza that was hilarious. So, I'll I'll put you in my position. As you know, I said we've been doing it twenty seven years, which means you and I both are fifty six now, five six, uh, and so we've been getting after it for a while together, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, and man, we got a lot of uh, Speedy's fifty plus, Greg's mm-hmm. fifty plus. What are you fifty four, Greg? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speedy, you fifty one. Fifty one. Uh, I, th- I think Helms is forty-two, <laughs> and Adler's thirty-four. He's, eight, he's eighteen. Yeah, thirty-four. So, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, and and I feel bad for <laughs> the the guys, Bubba. That everybody in here is younger than you and me, and I feel bad for them because if they want to see their future, they just look at us. Yeah, I, I mean, you, we, as you watch bad. us, uh, you you see your future of aging. Well, you know, when you get into, the, I'm, I love the 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 vehicle that I drive. It's a Ram fifteen hundred. And it is just a primo machine. And what I like about it is it can do everything the truck can do. But at the same time, if you go on, I mean, we're to the point that my wife, what I never thought you'd have that. If we're going on a trip, she'll say, hey, can we, you, can we take the truck? Because it just rides so, and it's roomy, and it's got all this. But as technology goes forward, you know, we, we left the, the, the crank in the car with the key. Now, right. now, now we're pushing buttons, right. and then that button sometimes you push it, and it and it goes. There's there's that off completely off. Then there's kind of off, and and then these these vehicles, frankly, aren't very loud. They they don't they don't make a lot of noise, yeah. uh, and so um, it, it, it's just uh, it's not the old days where you sit there, you get you know you turn your key off, you pull it in your hand, you, right. you wrap it up. So we're sitting here today. So when I arrived for work today, uh, you know, first of all, you're starting a new day and a new week. So everything that you decided to be here, everything that you said on Friday, oh, I worry about that Monday. So, 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 so now you're trying to think through all that. Now what? what, what now what, what am, did I leave? For what me to what do am today? I doing this week? And we've got an active week this week. And I was like, what? What are we doing this week? We got this. Okay, we got that. Uh, I mean, this is a very active week for us, and so uh, for me especially. And so I was thinking all that through, and so I pull into the parking garage underneath here. Now, when you come into the parking garage here. I literally can say you don't know what you may face. There rare is the day that there's not, and this is not tied to a crime. There's not some sort of area taped off, yeah. you know, with yellow something, some kind of work wa- being wa- done, water leaking from somewhere, you know, a pipe doing this. We we've seen it all. People people ready to to to, to just <laughs> kill you if you if you come out from underneath the deck. You know, they won't stop for the stop sign for Starbucks. Starbucks. It's <laughs> a dang, it's a dangerous place to go. You don't you don't know what to expect. So I go in there and I park. Well, the the god awful noise is going on. It, and I was like, what He's in the got world? It, by the I was way. like, That's what? In, I was like, what in the world is this? Well, I look, I don't know what they need it for, but they've got some yellow generator under there that's running, and I guess it's, it's powering some yeah. tools somewhere. Somewhere but, where they're but, digging or hey, drilling. But it's, it's <clears throat> not one, you know, generators are loud anyway. Yeah, they loud. But now put them in a concrete, uh, echoey chamber underneath the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, I wonder if you can hear this on the air, and, and thank, thank, yeah. thank goodness you couldn't. 
But so it, I'm kind of rattled by all the noise. And then I'm looking at the weekend of like the things I need to throw in the trash can that have been in, in the truck. So I get out and I'm just trying to get as far away from that as I can. So I go up here and I start doing the show, you know, mm-hmm. we see Bubba we, or whatever. So we, we have people that walk by here every morning and the professor mm-hmm. is pretty much every morning by here. So he, he flags speedy down while I'm, Going to the bathroom or something, mm-hmm. and he tells you what he he did the signaling, yeah, and I right. wasn't sure, and so I just went to the golden ticket door and I opened the door and you didn't give him, and much. he of course stood six feet away and he said, uh, "Hey, I think Rick's lights are on." Um, he said when I came in, I saw that they were on, and I didn't think anything of it, and and now I'm leaving, and they're still on, so I just wanted to come tell you guys. So I think to myself because my lights because of all the yeah. knobs and everything, and normally. Mm-hmm. You know, by the way, I saw a person. I saw a person the other night riding without their lights on at dark. And I I'm thought like, it was automatic. I'm like, are you the only person on the planet that doesn't have the auto setting yeah. setting anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, but what I'll do because you know, Rick, how was it? <laughs> so I'm I'm the so I usually when I drive, look, this is me driving. When I drive, there's a there's a place over here in the door you can put stuff down in there like a little pocket, mm-hmm. but it's it's good hard plastic. I'll prop my leg up. Oh. And, and ride, I, 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 you know, and, <laughs> like you like it, yeah, like I like it. So I, so I thought, well, I've kicked it out of the auto setting. I've kicked it out of the auto setting to the sure. ma- to the manual. And, and, and yeah, and yeah. I and, and it's in the manual. So so, yeah. Speedy, here you go, man. Just go cut my lights. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And so I walk out. I walk out. What did you hear when you went down there? Well, I walk out, and there's the biggest crane uh, working, putting some stuff uh, on the mm-hmm. ceiling. Looks like a new AC unit for some restaurants yeah, that are coming in. And, and, and I come down into the parking deck, and I will tell you this: that's the first thing I thought of is how do we not hear this on air? And we don't. But yeah. and, I, and I see your I see your truck, and the lights are on. So I I had this weird thing, but you can't hear it. You know, you can't hear anything. Yeah. And so I, I, I get to the I get to the to the truck and I noticed there was some heat coming out of the engine mm. and I went well that's weird and so I I, I come around I went it's exhaust and <laughs> this I, baby and fired it, up hey and it still didn't hit me right so I open the door you and think I, it's off the generator I, <laughs> yeah and I get in it and I go to the auto <laughs> where where the lights are it's a little turn and I go well I got to get this back on auto and it is on auto and I still didn't get it I went. Because you like, can't hear it right. No, you wrong. can't hear anything. And so I went on. I was like, what the heck? So I hit, I, I, I pushed the button to turn it off, and boom. <laughs> it turned off. I went, oh, oh my, my gosh, this truck has been running for hours. <laughs> Three hours? At least. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I, I got here about 530. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Rick, you, so two, two and, so, and, and so I start laughing like Greg just did, out loud. Ready to go? <laughs> Like, you basically drove to the beach. Yep, I drove to the beach and back. Yeah, and I'm like, well, we don't have to worry no, about any kidding. kind of battery issue because it's been running. Yeah, no. it's Let's see how much gas we got. Well, again, it goes back. See, see, now you can leave a vehicle with your keys and it oh, still be on. Yeah, because really, you're just I know. A, they ought to change. Well, not only that, but you're that just, explains you, all the people wanting to take a nap outside. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If, but if you think about it, where where you are, you're just really above your truck. I mean, just down a little bit, but you're hovering in the studio because we park underneath yeah, the studio. Right. Above the truck, so I guess your key's not too far away for it to go. Hey, I'm shutting down or whatever because you're right here. I guess. Yeah, but you know. But so anyway, I turned it off. I locked it and and I sat there and waited, and the lights went off. So I went, okay, it's officially. Well, they'll off go now. off if you turn the engine off. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was <laughs> still running. But it took me to back to your point. You couldn't hear it. No, you can't hear it. Yeah. Uh, and so, have um, you been down there since that they've cranked it up? No, I haven't. They must I have started. I, I know. I. I 
I know the sound. It's mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're dead on it. Yeah, but I couldn't yeah. believe it. We couldn't hear it. But Rick, I, I'm gonna tell you, I may be the happiest guy here today. <laughs> yeah, because now I know it ain't just me. No, yeah. no, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, Bubba, if you knew the, th- I mean, I, you don't, you don't hear the half of it because sometimes, because yeah. I have to remember things I didn't remember <laughs> to tell you on the show. Yeah, sometimes I can't. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm bad with names and you know things sure. like that, but I've always been somewhat bad with those, so it's not <laughs> but, as bad. No. But, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't gone off and left my truck running yet, so yeah. I'm, I'm ecstatic right well, now. It's, uh, I'm better shape than I thought I was. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, it, and I don't think that's a, even though your hair's not changing, you it's still affected. <laughs> yeah, up <laughs> underneath it. Hey, why's heat coming from the engine? That's right. weird. Hop right. <laughs> up, hop up, up. Yeah, I probably would have heard it running if I was able to hear any sound. <laughs> yeah, right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. COVID-19 update. Again, over the weekend, it was as if the media could not utter the phrase false positive uh, with, uh, with Coach Nick Saban, but that's exactly what that was. Uh, and there are a lot of talks about that, but Bubba, the talk that is on everybody's mind, when will the vaccine be here? The vaccine, oh, the vaccine. Rick, uh, I don't know if you saw the footage that came out this mm-hmm. weekend, but Pfizer, uh, I think, may be a little ahead of everybody. On their testing, they're uh, they're in the final part of phase three. They expect that to wrap up in the next few weeks, and Pfizer's already manufacturing this stuff. I mean, millions of doses. Have you did you see it this week? No, I didn't. You were telling me about it. I have not seen it though. But I see some of the B roll they're showing now. And they'll get to some of what you're talking about. And and so tell me what they're what they're hoping to well, do. Well, you know, Pfizer, and we knew they were going to do this. Remember, Trump said this. Mm-hmm. They're hedging their bets. And they think they've got something that's going to work, so they're going ahead and manufacturing. And, I mean, they're going to have millions of doses rolling out. And uh, that footage came out this weekend of these vials going down these assembly lines. I I mean, far as the eye can see. And, um, you know, we already have a plan to distribute this when it gets available. We're actually going to use the U.S. military on U.S. soil to get this stuff out. No. Yeah. I but mean, they, know, they've shown, like, C-130 planes on the runway ready to go with the tailgate it. down. They're just waiting <clears throat> on the stuff. But you talk about Pfizer, you don't expect less from the – that's the guys that brought us Viagra. Right. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they yeah. get after They get after They do. No and, look, they made so much off Viagra, they got money to invest. <laughs> yeah. They do. And, and oh, they hey, say, okay. Hey, hey, now. Look, even, even if there was a problem with it. They said they, they're trying to get ahead, and they can you know just throw it in the trash and start <laughs> over if they have to. So this is uh, – but this is great news because they're going to have millions of doses. They said they could be to the people by the end of November. 
That's Uh-oh. what they're because watch they, it after they finish this phase three, they'll have to apply to get you know the the process streamlined, which I think they're standing by ready to to okay it. And, and um, men are rushing to it just because it says Pfizer. Right. No well, they made it. It's got to be good. Now, here, here is the here is the drawback with their vaccine. It takes two doses. And there are also some concerned out there that people are going to get confused about what dose they got. Some require more than one shot. Some uh, don't. You know, there's like five different companies. Is it four out. hours involved? <laughs> Isn't it great? You need to come off. Greg, they, say, some, they say if your symptoms last longer than four hours, call it. Look, call look, look how many they're making. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, just, this was the footage here. I mean, I they mean, are rolling those babies good, out. Greg. Now, didn't they say that it. it was going to be available to frontline workers first, right. and then maybe those they're going to the, gonna, the elderly, and then maybe care workers and those uh, elderly then, and those that are you know more likely and to have then problems. broadcasters. <laughs> Broadcasters will be down the line at some point. Yes. All right, here's yes. the question: Will y'all take one? No, uh, no, no. Really? I'm gonna right take you no. won't. No, I'm out. <laughs> and here's the problem too. I know, I've Greg already will. seen the Fouch talking about this. Mm-hmm. He said there's the the whole vaccine process has become so politicized. Now you have people saying I won't take it. You have some people saying I will take it. If you don't have the the overall population take it, it doesn't work anyway. Right. Yeah, right. I think if you have the conditions that yeah. can add to it, I think you really need to look at it hard. I, I would treat you know? it the same way I would I treat the flu shot. If I get to the point that the flu is more dangerous than than the the, the shot, the, the meat, you know, meaning if I get the flu, I'm in bad shape. You know, now if I get the flu, I'm going to be inconvenienced, but I'm, you know, it's not going to kill me. Careful. Unless you uh, leave your truck running. Yeah, unless I leave my truck. <laughs> Don't running. Mojo But what truck. I mean, if I get to where the my I'm such a high risk that that's a death sentence, yeah. then why not? Like I said, yeah, why they, not take the vaccine? Yeah, same right. thing with this. I right. think if you if you're in the high risk category, you know, for other reasons, yeah. medically, you, absolutely, you well, get probably it, be crazy. Get it to say. the healthcare yeah. workers and then yeah. uh, the elderly, and you know, work your way back. So probably for for us rank and file folks, there won't be a dose ready till maybe February or March, but. They're anticipating they're going to have uh, quite a few ready to go by the end of the month, February, end of November. What do you What do you think? Of, what, what does this have to take two doses, like the old famous booster shot kind of thing? Well, I think it, it, it takes two to uh, get your immune system where it needs to be. Like, but they like, were producing, uh, you know, the initial reports were you were, your uh, antibody count was much higher than even if you'd had it. Yeah, I apologize if you didn't hear this part. I was wondering, does that mean – all right, I come in one day. I take I take the first one. How long do I come out before I get the second one? I, I don't know. I I was I was thinking that it was like two to three weeks, but I don't know. Okay. I'm just speculating. Yeah. So it's um so it, it kind of has that. And, feel. and I, you know what I think part of that is being extra safe. They probably could have give you enough on the first shot, but right. they go look. Let's break this up into right. two just to be double safe. They and will good for them. They will test it uh, to Ooh. the highest degree, but but I will tell you as we all know. Until it goes out in the human population, you just don't know. You just don't you know. Just, you don't know what you know in the test tube. You get out. You don't know what it makes. I had someone in research and development, but there's that, some that made, that made this face, and I won't say who it was. They said this is what happens. You do all the animal testing you can. Yeah. You get as close to human beings as you possibly can. You do this. You do that. He goes. Then we release it on the human population, and we go, mm-hmm. and they just kind of cringe. Yeah, you know, and, and hope it's not. You, you know, the good, the you know, good the, part the, of this that it's, there's not something that they missed. The, the good part of that, we, we've had such a national effort to get testing done, to get vaccines done. There's been a lot of research and development done, and there's going to be spinoff items from this about the way we do vaccines. Uh, I mean, we may find some some uh, vaccines that help with cancer and things off of mm-hmm. this. So 
a lot of this once it goes full circle will be will be very good. I think. Well, it's just like what you brought up brought up jokingly, Greg. The the product that Pfizer is best known for. That's not what they were researching. No, 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 no. It was actually a heart medicine yeah. uh, to to help your blood get circulation and blood flow. And, and you know, as they, as they were doing their test, they seemed that everybody was having a, a side effect. They noted it was kind of across the board. And, and they said, there's might, a market that's wide open. <laughs> we mm-hmm. might could use that somewhere else. Yeah. All right, let's can the whole heart thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, and boy, were they right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Look at all the trouble it's called. It has. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't see that coming. But, well, you know. yeah, they got it. <laughs> they don't like think they cared. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's crazy old men running around. Okay, so uh, we're we're actually <laughs> supposed getting, to be getting uh, ready to die. Now we got them in trouble again. Yeah. We're getting uh, used to e- worry about gardening. That was it. <laughs> yeah, we're, why do I care about that? We're getting emails from uh, people who are actually in the Pfizer trial right now. Said they're doing good. Okay, good. They, they've already taken it. Yeah, I don't know if they uh, serious boys. If, I guess they were just giving it to to see what kind of immune response they got. I don't well, know if they even the know what, how they're doing. Huh? Well, Bubba's got a friend in the Pfizer. No, track. I ain't got. I think y'all are copied on it too, man. Greg, you know what it is? Who are we kidding? This guy. This guy's in the placebo group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's working great. I feel great. I tell you no why problem. you don't really have it. <laughs> we'll take your phone calls next. Harry Murdahl mans the phones. Eight six six. We be big is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. It brings me to my knees. 866, we be big. I do want to point you. Uh, I got to spend a little time at Camp House yesterday, and I, I got it just like I like it. My leather chair that I got from allform.com slash Bubba, just like I like it. Like it. Isn't it time you do what you want and replace that old worn-out couch or chair? You know what I'm talking about. Let's make it happen together. Because with more time in the house this fall and winter, you're going to thank us, and it's going to make you a lot happier. And a lot more comfortable, all-form furniture is delivered right to the door in days. It's high-quality, handmade in America in the great state of North Carolina. Armchairs, sofas, sectionals, and love seats at affordable prices. And they come with a forever warranty, a 100-day trial, and free delivery. I don't know if they can make it any better. All-form furniture can be easily customized in all shapes, sizes, colors, fabrics, legs, whether you want to choose yours in leather like I did or maybe one of their other durable fabrics uh, that are spill, stain, and scratch resistant. They look great. They're super comfortable. They'll even send you free fabric samples, and they also have asked us to let you know if you don't love it, like we really think you're going to, that's not a problem. They'll pick it up for free with a full refund. You can even get 0% financing if you need it. Thanksgiving and Christmas are going to be here before we know it. So think about you and your family all enjoying your new furniture together. Go to allform.com slash Bubba. That's going to save you 20% off anything you buy. That's allform.com slash Bubba. Save 20% off anything you buy. And a special thank you if you're a member of the military, a first responder, a student, or a teacher. It's 25% off for you. The link's at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Steven is in Gunnersville. Steven, go ahead. Uh, monkey grass and green acres. Hey, thank you, buddy. Thank you, Appreciate sir. that very much. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
Uh, I was going to let you know, you were talking about um, leaving your truck running this morning yep. and having the key in your pocket. Yep. Um, the newer vehicles like that, you can actually take your key out and it will stay running for, I mean, however long. Uh, it's just if you go to get back in it and you turn it off, if the key's not in it, you won't be able to crank it back at all. Okay, so that's why I kept running. And yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, that's what and I thought too. Yeah. is that way because yeah. sometimes I'll be driving and she'll hop out with the key in her purse. And it'll start giving me a warning, no key, no key. It won't go dead, but once you cut it off, that's it. Yeah, then you're done. Yep. That's you're done until you bring the key back. I like to do that little deal where you, you push it twice and it cranks before you get there. <laughs> yeah. I love to see people walking by your truck and do that. Oh, and they, yeah. you, every time they'll turn around so you got it. So you got to auto crank. Oh, I love auto yeah. crank I love in the winter. Auto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you have, key. of course, you got to push the button again when you get in, though. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. How many times have you done that, too? Where you get in and you forget that to hold the brake down and yeah. push the button, right? Yeah, and then you start keeping around with it. What's wrong? Is your, yeah, is your truck? Is your truck? Uh, can you get it in the garage? Do you park in the garage mm-hmm. or outside? Yeah, yeah. Okay. barely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. barely. Yeah. Uh, the garage makers, I, I don't know what's up. Can y'all not give us six more inches? You know what I mean. So I don't have to open the door to walk room. around. A little more room. I mean, I'm a couple of them. I'm right up. Oh yeah, they don't make it for big trucks. Uh, Michael in Dothan, Alabama, News Talk one hundred three nine. Michael, go ahead. Hey, man, you know, I, I got an easy way y'all can learn how to yodel. All right. Uh, don't we all want to learn how to yodel? Don't we talk about that? Who, yeah, go who, ahead. Who mentioned that? Right? It's, last not, week, it's, last a, week. it's a knock-knock joke by kids, okay? Knock-knock. Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? Yeah, see, there you do it. You just yodel. <laughs> little old lady who? Little old lady who? I think I've got potential. I think I have yodel. I, I'm not as concerned about that. I wish we had one guy that could be a good auctioneer here. Maybe him. I'd like a good auctioneer. All right, let's go to Coop. Welcome, Coop. What's up, guys? You, buddy. Hey, um, I want to call out a fellow uh, Facebook page tuber, um, Regina. Yesterday afternoon, she um, posted a comment on our page with her avatar or whatever in a pool of tears and made a comment that the Dodgers will be beating the Braves tonight. This was at 4.35 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Well, she called it. That's just a prediction. I called her out on it, and I told her that she would get called out this morning. So... It's, she was right. Done. She was right, but that has yeah. nothing to do with Mojo. What, what is that? that there, that's not a Mojo. A I'm sorry, I've missed the point. Lose. Yeah, but that's not Mojo. You, you Mojo when you say well, we're going to win tonight. I, I wonder who we're going to play next in the World Series. Uh, I, I ha- and you have to be. She a was real, trying to protect herself. You have to be a real fan of the team too. Emotions have to be involved. Yeah. Why? Why is it so hard for people to understand Mojo? It's not hard, guys. Yeah, that's not Mojo. Now it might be a pessimistic attitude. Yeah, but it's not Mojo. Yeah, that's not the same, Coop. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Coop. Kind of like Coop DeVille. Uh, <laughs> Paul in Missouri. Paul, go ahead. I wrote oh, that. Hey, Rotate, Polly. Rotate. Row, Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not what we row here. But anyways, um, we need to um, change Kirby's last name to from smart to unintelligent. Why does he keep showing up at these games against Bama? I mean, come on. Alabama road tied, baby. Why, is, why does he keep showing? He shouldn't come. Is that <laughs> it? Change his life. Well, it's probably because they're scheduled. All right. How many times? Hey, Kirby dumb. He's so dumb, he's doing his job. Well, Kirby not so smart. 
So what? Let me ask you. This. <laughs> you should have never left Saban's side. That's zero for two on those two calls, by the All way. All right, let me. Ask They're you hitting this. like the Braves. Find out, Hounds. <laughs> That's good. Find out, and I didn't see the game, and I get that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bubba and I were those two to- look like the two runners last night leaving. No outs and running on second, third, and just trying to run with a ground ball to third. Ridiculous. Look lost. Yeah. Going on contact. That's what Coop and that last caller looked like. So Swanson and Riley. Them, did that cost them a trip to oh, the World Series? Pro- possibly, yeah. Yeah. How many times has I mean, two people in scoring position? I, I mean, Little yeah. League third base coach oh. knows that. You yeah. stay put till it gets through the infield. Goodness gracious. Especially huh? on that side of the field. Even if you're aggressive. Yes. That's, that's – that's, yeah. that's, that's, I can't I say what I, can't I was say mad what that is. Next I, thing, they're gonna want a social worker to ride around with the police. <laughs> I know. All right, let, go Sorry. back to this, Hams. You you may be able to pull this up pretty easily. Mm. How many times has Saban beat Kirby Smart? It seems like at least five. I, I think it's five or six. I mean, they've played sometimes two times a year, so I think we're going to be somewhere around four to five times. Easy, easy. easy. five may be it. Yeah. Uh, let's continue, Terry. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Terry, go ahead. Yes, Rick. Uh, you can't get a chainsaw to run, and you leave your truck running. Mm-hmm. You've got a big problem there. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, what type of leaf blower do you have at home that you use? Is it battery-powered, electric, gasoline? Uh, it's it's a, called a landscaping service. I don't have a leaf blower. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't well, blow no, no, let, no, let's That may be your answer, Rick. Right. Wait a minute. Back up. Yeah. Several yeah. years ago, you had an event at your house that your wife was having, and you was out blowing leaves off the driveway. Yeah, I got it. He I got, got it from it. Richter. I got it from the landscaping company, and baby, it was. I'm talking about. Yeah. It's one of the kind you put a jacket on. You got a big engine on the back. <laughs> Boy, I think meant business, but it wasn't mine. I borrowed okay. it. Okay, but there was a small lizard that you blew off of the yes. driveway. Yes. Yeah. And you said it went tumbling across the concrete. It was correct? fantastic. I blew it off the deck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a lawyer, and I represent this little critter. <laughs> <laughs> so he he had to go to the hospital or the vet and get all kind of medical well, now, problems fixed. Yeah, now, but I saw him on the Geico commercial. He yeah, looks fine. I started yeah. saying he's been working good. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, buddy. That's uh, struggle. Uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> he had a really good voice, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he did. Had pops to Gene uh, in Georgia. Gene, I've heard him on thirty three. Gene, go ahead. Good morning. Love your show, but I really miss your your uh, golden ticket seat. I know. Oh, I know. Uh, Greg was talking about that the other day, I and it. I said, "Greg, maybe first of the year, <laughs> hopefully." I hope so. I hope so. Uh, this happened to a coworker of mine years ago, back when we were actually allowed to. Temporarily leave your vehicle at the curb at the airport. Oh boy! So you could check your luggage. Mm-hmm. So she went to the curbside luggage uh, check-in. It was taking too long. She went on inside, checked her luggage, proceeded straight to the gate, and about halfway into her flight to Bermuda, realized she had left her car running at the uh, oh, the no. curbside. <laughs> oh, a, oh no! A very curt call from her husband when she arrived in um, Bermuda. Oh. At that point, what are you going to Could do? have been worse. All I did is walk up steps. Nowadays, they won't let you do that. I mean, if they left, if you left it running, they'd probably blow it up. All right. Helmsley says that, that now it's three. Georgia and and Alabama have only met with, with Kirby Smart as the coach. Three times. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Yeah, I, 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 I would have thought too. But I guess you know what I'm doing. The other I'm th- night, I almost counted for two. So he's 22-0 and 0 against his assistants, correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, you know what I'm doing. I'm putting Rick, Georgia games yeah. in there with I was Kirby. too. Yeah. I was yeah. too. Yeah. We right. were actually at one of them. Yeah. I know. How many yeah. times has Alabama beat Georgia uh, in, in the Saban <sighs> era? Has Georgia, Georgia's never beat Alabama, right? In Saban's era. 
It's never happened, has it? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't. I know they don't play that much. I, I it's usually think, in a championship. I, I don't think it. I don't think it has happened. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's Georgia fans screaming at the radio. Because if it would have happened under Rick, he'd probably still be there. Yeah, true. Yeah, Might have helped. Uh, let's go to um, uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, he's four. He's zero and four, mm. and that's both Florida State and Texas A&M. Chris in Nashville. Chris, go ahead. Hey guys, so I'm kind of going back a couple of segments, and I apologize for that. But that's okay. The social worker uh, riding with with the police officers. Two two movies that if people will watch, they will show you that that is not a good idea for social workers to to respond or show up to intense, immensely dangerous situations. Number one is Sixth Sense. And number two is Patch Adams. Uh, you had social workers or healthcare workers coming in and showing up, and look what happened to them because they're not trained for those issues. All right, uh, they're not trained to deal with those type of situations. Of course, yeah. those weren't real. But yeah. yeah. But, well, he's saying an example of what it is. I mean, I, Greg Patch Adams is based on a true story. Yeah. Am I just making that up? I, I, I completely may be. There I, was a guy named Patch Adams. That's probably the only part that was true. All right, somebody said Georgia beat Alabama in 2007. Yeah, I'm seeing that here, too. Well, but wasn't that like Saban's first year? <laughs> it was. Or was that too? Was Saban even the coach? I don't know. It seems like that was his first year, right? Was it his first year? He hadn't got there yet. One of the two. Yeah. Because I remember the the black jersey thing. Remember the big blackout? Yeah, and that out, was. A, and Alabama yeah, beat him by yeah. what? A, Seem like a yeah, hundred. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, taking your phone calls. Radio legend Harry Murdahl screening them. We go to John in beautiful Pensacola, Florida. John, thanks for your patience, buddy. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? How are y'all doing? Fired up and ready? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> I, I wanted to tell you, uh, all y'all, that I had... Mimosa good, John? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mostly good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you Uh, what I'm terrified about is it says vaccine story. Is this what happens to you? Yeah. (laughs) You're not in the test, are you, John? Get you a pull. Go ahead. (laughs) I was uh, active duty stationed in Guam when the swine flu came through and they had the vaccine and we were required no ifs, ands, and buts about it to go get it. Mm-hmm. And we were standing in the line, which I stood there for three hours <laughs> and I was fixing the next one to go in the door and they have warning signs up. You could have side effects. Yeah, I know. You know, that makes you feel good. Well, it looks like you cleared them. Uh, <laughs> Can't yeah. tell it. How long did they last? Uh, yeah, I made, well, I made, I didn't have any because I turned around and walked away. When oh. the guy in front of me went in to get his, and all of a sudden they come out rushing everybody out of the way <laughs> and have a stretcher come in and get him, and he was paralyzed Uh-oh. from the whole 
side, right side of his body. You what? said I'm out. Yeah, I, I am. I am not standing here anymore. Mm-mm. That'll mm. hurt you. Mm. Did they say if you have the side effects, do you know it? <laughs> that's the cruelty of it. That's, that's how it gets you. Wow. These phones are rolling today. Yep. Tell you what. Bring it. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm reaching back in the weekend trying to pull some people back out. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Y'all got to get. Come on. Y'all got to join went us. too deep in the foxhole <laughs> right. this weekend. Come on. Jeff Come on in Montgomery. Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh just want to call and tell you that was 2007 yep. when uh, Alabama lost to uh, Georgia. I was there. Was it in uh, overtime? Son, I, it was in overtime, 26-23. My, my son was born and raised in a Georgia fan. We're from Georgia. Moved here in 2006. And uh, he actually got to play catch with Kenny Staber in the, in the, uh, by Denny Chimes. Well, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that was Saban's first year. They went seven and six that year, lost to Louisiana Monroe and Mississippi State, Auburn, LSU, Florida State, Florida State, and and uh, yeah. and Georgia. And then, uh, but and then since that then, was that. yeah, and then that was that. And then since then, <laughs> uh, after the well, what, what, the blackout, the next year, because I I remember so vividly, Greg and I were together, and even Helms and Bubba think they remember. We were in Nashville. And Georgia, you know, everybody was saying Saban was there to try to, you know, Alabama had gotten pretty bad. And so they were trying to turn it around. And then Alabama came back and beat Georgia, I think. Was it the very next year? And the blackout and all yeah. that. And, I and mean, bad. It, it was a bad quick. beat. Though. And beat them bad. And then Saban got mad at the press conference because the press started talking like Alabama was going to be good. And he completely lost his mind. Y'all think we've done something? You know, and all that. I, I still remember that to this day. Yeah, we were at a tennis tournament, Hams. Yeah, I know. I mean, I we went to that. one of the cottages out front to watch the game. Yeah. So yeah. here's the deal. Against uh, against assistance right now, and we got this from one of our buddies, and he's right. We know this. 22-0, and 0, and now he's 1-0 against China. After, <laughs> after he he pushed <laughs> back. China virus. Yeah, I mean, the China virus. In record time. Yeah. It's from China. <laughs> it's China. 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 It's from China. And then uh, the, he had that's what, um, and then so he's one to zero against China. Incredible, uh, mm-hmm. Jason. By the way, it's okay to say false positive. Can I get anybody to say it? Yeah. Why don't y'all say that as much as you say fifty fifty ball? It was a, a, false a, a, positive. It was a false positive. False. No, positive. it's like they'll just say, yeah, he uh, he tested positive. Then he got three negative tests in a row for every within four days. Within four days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means it's a false positive. So he's here on the sideline. Because uh, he got three negatives in a row, so the positive then was incorrect. Here's Saban; he's here. Hey, somebody say it. Jason in the ATL. Jason, go ahead. Well, good morning. Hey, buddy. I got some bad news. We got. I got some bad news. We. I now. I officially know why I went, uh, the Braves lost over the weekend. I had the ex-wife in the car. We were carpooling to uh, from our son's football game, which is about three hours away from where we live. So I turned the ball game on. And as soon as the Braves score, she says, oh, the Braves are going to whoop some butt tonight. They're going to go 12-0. and 0. And I said, shut up. You're going to mess with the mojo. You know, you only can speak fact. Now, what, 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 what do you mean 12-0? and 0? Yeah, just 12-0? 12-0, to yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, Is she a big – so she's a big fan and gets emotionally involved? No, no. She actually does well, not then, like baseball. Well, then it's she not – then that's not players. mojo and the Braves. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think you have to let her now, off the hook she's on good. that. I mean, she's I good on that. I know being your ex-wife, you probably don't want to do that, but I got you. I really you. don't want to do that. I told her, I actually made, we stopped on middle of I-75. I made her get out of the car, turn around and spit. 
All right. Well, here, if you really want to be, if you want to be mad, Jason, because you love the Braves, I assume. If you really want to be mad, here's a guy. Here's a guy that we know. Mm. He said it's totally on him, and Mm. I think this does this meets the criteria. He bought four tickets to all the games in the World Series as a Brave fan before before the game, and I went ahead and booked me a hotel room in Dallas. I think the tickets are yeah. fine. The hotel room's what got him. So, because you have to get the tickets, or they'll be gone. He said, "I booked the hotel when the Braves were up three to one in the series." Him. The hotel's what got him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, Thanks, buddy. It's okay to get tickets. Yeah. Travel plans <sighs> over the line. Boy, you start making travel plans. You shouldn't even ask off for work yet. No. Derek and Brandon, yeah, Mississippi. Even, even Do you remember when play. we thought the Braves were going to beat the Yankees because they'd won two in New York and they came home? You remember we were at that game. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it went ugly quick, didn't it? <laughs> Derek, hang on. I'm sorry, buddy. We, we just something else came out right at the end. There. I thought we had time for you. I know. Sorry. And then I remembered that was a pawpaw rough day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, and that brings up. I had several oh, Braves fans email me and say, you know, it's not mojo. It's just the way we live. I mean, the Braves are famous for these kind of things. Yeah, we like being a Vikings fan. No, we just suck. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Welcome into a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're thankful that you are here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Man Adler, all here. Harry Murdahl helping out with phones today. O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, Birmingham, Alabama, Sunday night. I'll be at Man Church. Uh, there at my home church, Shades Mountain Baptist. Anybody can come. Starts at 6 local time. It'll also be streamed live at shades.org slash live. If you want to watch it anywhere in the country, we unpack discipleship. What does that even mean? Uh, and uh, we'll talk about that coming up. November 2nd, Man Church at First Baptist Church in Troy, Alabama. They'll be implementing the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com, and I'll be kicking that off for them on November the 2nd. November the 8th, Man Church again, also kicking off the discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. That'll be in Columbus, Mississippi at First Baptist Church Columbus. Find all those three dates and many others all the way into 2021 by going to rickandbubba.com under events. O'Reilly Auto Parts, for all your car care needs, get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, I told you that uh, as we get ready for the election November 3rd, uh, the Dinesh uh, D'Souza uh, Trump card movie, which did go straight to streaming. I don't think it ever went into theaters. I I don't know if it did or it didn't. Uh, very eye-opening, and you uh, got a chance to watch it over the weekend. Yeah, you know, we uh, we had the kids in this weekend, and we were going to have you know family movie night, and uh, usually that that calls for a drama or an action, and uh, we we ended up you know sometimes we'll spend thirty minutes looking at previews to decide what we're going to see. Sometimes that really goes on and on. And we <laughs> we looked at the previews of Trump Card, and it got everybody fired up. So we said, hey, we're going to have family movie as Trump Card. And uh, wow, it's very well done. Very well done. Mm-hmm. He did a good job. He's he's a good journalist at building his case on things. And uh, 
You know, it, it did touch on, I mean, it showed the obvious things that we see and know every day. Right. But it, I thought it, it touched on something we've had a question about in the past, and that was how can the American left wing that has really morals not a big issue to them, and then radical Muslims who morality is very important to them, uh, or their version of it, how can they be aligned against conservatives in America? And he, he touched on that and really drew the lines to connect the dots. I thought the interview with the guy that at one time was part of the fundamental. Fun, yes, fundamental, yes. That, was, uh, that was the best part to me is, for his info. Islam, and he tells you that really the, uh, the extremists in, um, uh, that are fundamentalists when it comes to Islam they use the left as a pawns in their game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much anything to disable America, to kick them in the shins. And, of course, the Russians, the Chinese doing the same thing. Um, they vote left, even as you yeah. said, even though but, – but see, remember, they give themselves a pass in Islam. You don't have to be honest if you're dealing with infidels. Right, right. So, so you, you, right. you can you – can, And if it's for the greater cause. It was the, it's the greater cause. Even though right. you're voting for things that Islam says are immoral right. – uh, you, you, it's okay because then you ultimately use the left against the infidels. Well, and and it really took on, soft on Representative it. Omar's situation and how, you know, she's backed by a lot of big money. You know something too in this race. I don't know if you've seen the amount of money that has come in on the Democratic side. Uh, you know, you would. We're being told that's because of the disdain for Trump, but there's also a lot of a lot of money that's coming from other places. And I don't know if you've noticed in these Senate races, a large part of the money for the for the candidates are coming from out of the state they're actually in. So it's of not course, the yeah. not the people there that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's these big war chests that are piling in. So it, it's interesting how this is going to be. Rick, also, did you know uh, we have early voting in a lot of states? And uh, did you know that over 28 million people have already voted for president? That's a bunch. It is. I mean, in our country, what, 330 million? Of course, all of those don't vote. A lot of them are under 18. Um, But Florida starts their early voting today. So, you know, a lot of voting's going on already. I was still confused. A guy called the other day and said that the numbers for who had voted for what was on uh, uh, one of the websites. Uh, Who was it? It was on... uh, Drudge uh, website. How do they know who they voted for? Are they counting them already? So you said twenty eight million. So a right, hundred and what forty million, give or take, voted in two thousand sixteen. So that many people have already voted. That's a bunch. Because if you think about it, our population, think how many just don't vote that can. Right. Then the ones as you said are underage and can't. So now you get down, as you said, what, 140 million usually vote? Yeah. Well, that's what was happening in 2016. And I think when you have a larger window to vote, people are more apt to vote because a lot of people get to election day, and this has happened to me a couple of times, that you just have something that you have to do at work or kids or somebody sick, and you don't get to go vote. Don't have much, but uh, it has happened. Well, that makes that twenty-eight million a big number. All right, so listen, it does. It makes a huge number. So listen to this. So a hundred, it was 138 million Americans. Uh, voted in 2016, that only makes up 58.1% of the eligible voting population. Mm-hmm. So, so, a lot of people didn't vote. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got over 40% that don't vote. Well, yeah. over. Yeah. 
So that's but a, how, when he was saying the numbers, this or that, are they? What's he basing? Yeah, that where's on? he getting the numbers that we're counting? Because the we million? we looked and it was on there know. at that moment. It's not on there now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm it's hard confused. for me to read through some of that. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think you can post everybody's well, who they voted for yet. Yeah. I don't think you can do that. Now, you can you can poll people and say who'd you vote for, but I don't you, know. you know, yeah, is that how they're getting their numbers? It must be. As a matter of fact, there's uh, votes cast already twenty eight million four hundred thirty nine thousand three hundred and forty seven. That's a bunch. That is a lot of people. Yep. So I, okay, this may be how they're doing it. They they are ranking them by if they consider themselves Democrat or Republican. Okay, would that be how they're trying to draw some conclusions to this? Yeah, I, th- I think they're uh, saying I, I of, yeah. of the yeah. twenty-eight point whatever million, here's how many Democrats that yeah. is, and here's how many Republicans that is. You could do that, right? Okay. Um, Probably not going to give you accurate numbers, but it'd close. be close, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. This Derek and Brandon, Mississippi. I don't like our chances this year. I'm just being honest. Hey guys. Hey buddy, go Derek. Hey, monkey grass and green acres to you. Look, a couple of things real quick. Go ahead, buddy. A couple of things real quick. I sent you guys an email. If y'all can get Steve Dace from Blaze TV on your podcast, I think he would be an excellent uh, guest uh, for you. And secondly, and this actually came from his show, if you take the year 2020, divide it by 666, Hmm. you get 3.0330 which happens to be the number that you text donations to Joe Biden's campaign to. <laughs> well, okay, okay. All right, that's a- See, I think though if I was if I was evil, I wouldn't I wouldn't telegraph that I was evil, right? I mean, wouldn't I hide behind good numbers? Well, isn't that kind of how that game's played? I mean, it's not like a Batman show where the evil guy tells you his plans while you're tied up, and then he's going to, instead of just shooting you, you know, throw you off a mountain with a half parachute or something. Well, <laughs> I, I think. You know, they always yeah, do some elaborate I, way to kill you. And I think this is accurate. I've heard more than one pastor say this, and these are these are men that we would have great respect for, and we respect their theology and, and all of this. And they're saying the biggest concern, if you look to to the point you're just you're just making, if you look at what we really should expect, he said the biggest thing we should be praying against and you should really be concentrating on, and it'll get into some of the stuff we're going to talk about Sunday night and, and some coming up this Wednesday in the Bible study, is the biggest probably concern you ought to have out there, even if you're someone who says, I'm redeemed, I'm part of the mm-hmm. church, is deception. Deception is going to – buddy, if you, if you think you're going to walk into this battle – of the deception that is coming. It says the deception will be so well done, it'll even fool some of the elect. Mm-hmm. The people within the church will will be fooled by it. And you're going to have some casual, inch-deep, mile-wide knowledge of Scripture and what you should and shouldn't be looking for. And a lot of pastors say, my biggest concern for the Western church, because of so little of it is has much depth to it, is victims of deception. Because the deception is going to be a higher level than many are preparing for. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. We're back 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Bubba, you're America. These are the days of America. You're America, buddy. couple stories here. San Diego, Greg, you know what San Diego is, stands for? I do. Uh, San, <laughs> I sure do. San Diego. Uh, <laughs> agree to disagree. Uh, agree to disagree. Uh, San Diego school districts, Bubba, they're going to open. See, this stuff never happened God. to us when we were in school. Gosh, I mean, we were in school. We, we, everybody had to actually do the work and actually had to make the grades and nobody oh, give you. It. I mean, what happened to all that? Now, whatever. They actually expect us to stand on our own feet and do it ourselves. Right. No. Hey, teachers wouldn't date you? No. I mean, it was just a, No matter how, man, how many times you asked them. It was, just a, it was just a different day. You never got invited over to their house. <laughs> no, no. I mean, never. Uh, I mean, you might get cupcakes for birthday. Well, not, hey, no pictures text to you. <laughs> not a thing. Your mama might drop off some cupcakes. That's about it on That's your birthday. That's a little homemade fudge. Man. But anyway... <laughs> We now have a San Diego Unified School District. Oh, my goodness. A uh, major overhaul to the grading system as a, uh, a larger effort. What's that mean? To combat racial discrimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's so that mean? they say. How does, that, how does that play out, Rick? I, you know, does anybody hear how degrading this sounds? Uh-huh. I would think does so. Any, does anybody hear uh-huh. how offensive this sounds? Well, you know, y'all can't quite pull the weight, so we're going to restructure it for you so we won't act racist. Oh, man. That's kind of racist what you just yeah, said. I think, yeah, I think what you're doing that is, is I think, racist. I think what you're doing is racist. You don't think I can do it? Yeah. Uh, so, um, wow. But, but you know, the all loving left, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, where would we be without them? Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. says that there was some disparity shown between the percentage of white and minority students who received D's or F's. According to the data, black students accounted for about 20% of all D and F grades. During the first semester of last year, while Native American and Hispanic students uh, each accounted for 23%, white students only made up 7% hmm. of all D and F grades during that same period. Uh, so uh, they're saying that the new system, non-academic factors like late work and classroom behavior will not be counted toward their overall academic grade. So they're not required to do what everybody else is? Uh, so they don't have to make deadlines with their work, and they don't have to behave in the classroom. Now, how is that? What? In they, the- I have never been more happy to be an Indian. Uh, <laughs> what, whatever, whatever happened. This, the, where, where was this when I was in school? I would have thrived. Oh, I yeah. know, I know. Mm-hmm. I could have uh, made the dean's list. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't understand. May have been Mickey Dean, but yeah. I'd have made it all right. <laughs> he yeah. had a list. He did. Uh, I, I, again, <laughs> I, 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 this, this is where I don't think the left understands racism. Yeah, it's, 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 that's extremely <laughs> offensive, if you ask me. Listen to, to the listen to, to minorities. The, listen to this this yeah. this comment from the vice president of whatever this school district is. If we're actually going to be an anti-racist school district, we have to confront practices like this that have gone on for years and years. I think this reflects a reality that students have described to us, and it's a change. It's a long time coming. Um, I don't. I don't know if anybody's situation. Uh, if he, maybe we should look at the things that are going on within these family units that that put these children in these situations. Now let's try to mm-hmm. maybe come up with a way to help that, and maybe come yeah. up with a way to see if we can help there. Yeah, change um, the system that's that's creating don't lower the problem. The don't change the system. Yeah, and I know we, since we were once this age, we would never 
Help Never. lift them up instead yeah. of yeah. reaching down well, you're, and lowering hey, the level. You know what I mean. Look, nobody, I left my truck running. You know yeah, what I mean. Everybody can go. You know, Think about how degrading this is to, to everything we're saying here. Uh, now, look, I know that you're a minority, so no one, we can't expect you to be able to behave in the classroom. Yeah. And we can't expect you to be able to get your work turned in on time. Now, I want just to think about They the, think that somehow I want you to a think, good thing? I want you to think about our country and how many people of all ethnicities – have had to overcome monumental family situations, monumental cultural situations, monumental environments that they pushed through. Of all races. Of yeah. all races and made the grades and behaved in the classroom uh, and got their work in on time. But suddenly that's unattainable. Nobody can overcome the obstacles that are in their way, even though people have been overcoming bad obstacles for a really long time of all ethnicities. And let me ask you this. Of course, they'll get to this eventually. But so, And one day they're going to leave and go to the workplace. Do they think that they're going to have a di- – by then they may. Yeah, but, that's going to – But until then, you know, if you go to work, you're expected to do what everybody else is to do and show up whenever they do and do what no, you're no, supposed no, Greg, to do, right? Greg, mm, not But no. we'll change that. Not necessarily. Yeah. Keep in mind, now this student becomes an adult, and I guess we'll go when I look. I know y'all said that everybody's got to be at work by 8, but come mm-hmm. on now. Not, yeah. not for minorities. Yeah, uh, they need to be. Able, they can't get. They can't be on time. And all of us, the, these leftist white people, we have to look out for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because because they, they, they belong to us. Remember, we even said they're not really black if they don't vote for us. Mm-hmm. So we have. They to, said that. Yes. Yeah, we we have to take care of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know they, these they, policies they, make sure that you're going to have to take care of them. Yeah. And that's the whole design. Now we're not. That's gonna, the design. We're not going to yep. do a comprehensive look at the environment that causes these obstacles. We're not going to do that. Because to do that is to be uh, some kind of white privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can't benefit from that. So now we're going to lower the standards while saying we want to end racism. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that may be one of the most racist <laughs> things you can do. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm not, I don't think that was the dream. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't think that was it. Um, yeah, I don't either. Uh, remember though, at one time the dream was for us to all not care about the color of people's skin, but then we were told it's racist not to care about people's skin. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, we've, I thought we were going with character. Trying to be a good person out. can be real complicated. Um, ah. Again, so the people who have overcome, of all ethnicities, the same obstacles. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. We have a generation that can't do that anymore. And, and this you know, one, sadly, uh, Rick, they're probably right. Hey, but wait a minute. We're not – keep in mind. It has nothing to do with race. Keep in mm-hmm. mind. Keep in mind, now, students, because I know when I was one, I wouldn't have abused anything. No, no Rick, oh, not at no, all, Rick. No, no. But let me tell you what I'd be doing immediately. I'd be going into my family saying, now tell me how many Indians we got in our family. Yeah. Yeah. So how, what what percentage am I? So I, Because I, I want to be able to tell the teacher I don't have to be on time or get my work done yeah. anymore. I want to show up when I want to and act well. My, my great-grandmother was Indian, right? Okay, so, so does that mean my work – when does my work have to be turned in? I know I'm not full-blooded. But I mean, when does my work need to be turned yeah. in? So can mine just be somewhat? Late? Rick, what's my rate? Yeah, right. Yeah. And, what do they think and, the end result of this is? It's, how is this going to better anybody? Chaos. Ah. This gets you a vote That's in it. the soonest election. That's year my point again. exactly. It's to keep you where you are uh-huh. through all phases of your life. So you need me, so you'll vote for me, so I can save you. I know it's an uncomfortable That's comment, but you know, mm-hmm. if you look, if you look at the Democrats' history on all this, they're pretty loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Now they may have a different way of doing it now. Yeah. yeah. But, eh. you know, back uh, not a good history that's to the college level. Didn't we read that that's that schools are waiving ACT yes. scores requirements? Yes. That's that's happening too. No, that Man, that, why couldn't I graduate this year? That wouldn't happen to me. For, no, my, my ACT score was so bad. You didn't even have to have it 
uh, for me to play football, and they still ask me to take it one more time. <laughs> just one more. <laughs> can you do it one more? Come on, you break double digits. You can do it. So, Bur- passing Bur- Burge, was, we, we told did. you we could still sign you, but go ahead and try one more time. <laughs> try, try, try to give us more now. Maybe, maybe get you a good easier. night's sleep. Let's Eat you again. some eggs and come on in and take this one yeah, more why, time. Why don't you go to bed this time? Yeah, right. right. Don't Actually, come in. Prepare for it. Up. <laughs> right. Let's uh, let's see if we can move that that fifteen up a little bit. You know what? So 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 crazy back then. Studying for the ACT, going to a study course that was unheard of. I know they got them everywhere now. I never heard of that. Phone calls next. Rick and Bubba. We're back. Phone call standing by. Harry Murdoch's got a lineup ready to go. There's room for you if you want to get in. Hey, carshield.com, uh, you want to take away the anxiety of the check engine light? Yeah. Uh, well, if you're not under warranty, boy, you're looking at that check engine light. Go, come on now. Come on now. Uh, that's going to be on you. Uh, that's why it's probably wise, if your car no longer has warranty, to take a look at a car shield protection plan. Uh, they've got uh, you know, different uh, different types according to what kind of coverage you're looking for. Uh, but they start about $99 a month. You get 24-7 roadside assistance. You get a rental car while yours is being worked on at no charge. And if it's a car shield protection plan covered repair, they're going to deal directly with the ASC certified mechanic or dealership of your choice, pay them directly. You've got the automobile that you that you need while yours is being repaired at no charge to you. And you have 24-7 roadside, even if the car is, you know, not needing to go to repair but breaks down on the side of the road or has a tire problem or whatever. So uh, if you'd like to be protected by the number one auto protection company in our country, then go to carshield.com. Carshield.com. Use the code Bubba. They'll save you 10% on whatever protection plan you pick. Or you can call Carshield at 1-800-665-2157 and mention the code Bubba, and that'll save you some money too. Get that automobile, if it doesn't have a warranty, get that automobile protected under the car shield. Uh, let's go to uh, Carol uh, out of Alabama. Carol, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. Y- y'all um, did a story four years ago. I heard it on the TuneIn app this weekend, and I thought, wow, this makes more sense now. Four years ago, y'all did a story at the last election about Joe Biden desiring to swim naked, and his female Secret Service agents were just not happy about it, of course. Somebody's got to put a stop to this. I do this remember that. This makes more sense now, now that he's sniffing kids' heads and things. Yeah. Handsy Joe. Yeah. Handsy Joe. Guys, 47 years. I forgot about him swimming naked. Making 47 years. And what we're finding out more about Joe is in the 47 years, Joe has made himself very wealthy, not not his yearly income because it's hard to label it. It's in other accounts, other places. Mm-hmm. His brothers, he takes care of them. He takes care of his son. Uh, I mean, these things, we've got a guy that's been in this mire for 47 years. Wow. And how that can be an option, I, I just don't yeah. get it. Uh, well, if you, if you pick that, you get what you deserve. Andrew yeah. in Auburn. Andrew, go ahead. Hey guys, um, I just got here in the VA, so I got to be a little quiet. But uh, mm-hmm. prior captain in the U.S. Army, and had so many soldiers talk about how they didn't have a chance and to be like me. So when I got injured, I went and got a couple masters at Auburn and became a middle school teacher, and um, quickly found out that 
uh, when students got caught cheating or not doing their homework, I couldn't give them a zero. I had to give them like a 50 or 60. Otherwise, I, this was at two different schools, not inside Auburn, right outside of it. Two different schools, two different principals said, if you give them zeros, there's no way they'll be able to, you know, make that up. So you're killing their motivation. So just give them a 60 and, you know, let them play with a C and maybe they'll pull that up to a B. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, so we've been where, doing that for a while. Where were you when I was in school? A yeah. C would have been great with me. Yeah. Uh, that, well, I, I had I had to quit doing that. I mean, I did I did that for four years. And I don't blame you. It's the lowest common denominator. And, you know, we're, we're lowering. We're hurting them because once they get to real life, they're going to get crushed. Well, that's why we're being beaten by the rest of the world, too. We, we've let we've let our educational system become political. Instead of rising up, pulling up, we have dumbed everything down. Jason in Montgomery, here's another example. Jason, go ahead. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good. Hey, good. Uh, I, I was talking about that last little segment with the uh, San Diego, because me and my wife and mom were actually talking last night. We're a family of teachers. Uh, but if, even if you click on the data in that article for Fox News, it'll show you that even Asian students have a lower failure rate than even white or any of the other races do. So that they, the left can never explain how Asians are able to be so successful, even as being a minority. But well, you know, we, I think we all know that it all starts at the house. That's well, the problem. Yeah, Candace Owens said that one day to Glenn Beck, and it was very funny. She says, yeah. as an African-American woman, she says, if you look, most of the problems that, that we face is because of the choices that we make as human beings. And, and Glenn was like, well, I don't know if I want to go along with that. She goes, no, I'm going to tell you the truth. She goes, I'm going to hit something in your, in your own backyard. The reason why Asian students perform better than white students is they make better decisions than white students do. And uh, they, yep. they have a commitment to discipline, and they have a commitment to work, and they get the things done. And their family unit, to your point, uh, usually features a, a, a husband and a wife, a mom and a dad, and they, they, they have the kind of structure that produces excellence. And uh, and they outperform white students. So are we now going to give white students something that will make them more even with Asian students? To your point, or do do the white students need to just do a better job to, uh, to perform as well as the Asian students? The Asians are minorities, and uh, buddy, they make it happen. Yeah. What? And uh, Henry Cho told me one time, when's the last time you saw an Asian homeless man? I still haven't seen that. <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> uh, see and uh, I thought that's a great statement. Yep. Uh, and and it's true, and there they it's like uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza said in this Trump card documentary too. It's a great movie. He said there was a time because he talked about how capitalism had finally come to India and helped their situation. He said there was a time when you were told to clean your plate uh, because there's kids starving in India. He said now you're told to clean your plate before someone from India takes your job. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <That's a good> <laughs> so. Uh, a lot of truth to that. <laughs> yep. So I, I don't think you can really say uh, some of these things that are automatic, um, you know, like just your, your numbers. I'm a minority, so things are – they are harder, but they they don't appear to be impossible. Uh, and maybe maybe the game plan's all wrong, or maybe the family unit might, might need to be looked at, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe, maybe it really isn't um, – just can't get it done. Right. Uh, the world's unfair, and I just can't get it done. So you got to lower the standard. Is anything more disrespectful than that? Yeah. But uh, Wes in Spanish Fort brings up a, a, a point that Biden himself made. You know, if you just listen, the Democrats always tell you who they are. Wes, go ahead. Well, I, w- I wasn't going to say who it was. Yeah, but somebody said that uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids, and then went on to, you know, <laughs> call out black and Asian right after that. So I mean, I yep. 
you know, I don't know why we're lowering the standards, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Biden made it pretty clear yeah, with, yeah, these, with yeah. these various – they're not really Freudian slips. I think he just says what he really thinks. <laughs> uh, he did tell the talk show host that he wasn't black if he didn't vote for him. I mean, he said that. That was not a yeah. confused moment. Right. To uh, Russellville, Kentucky, Daniel standing by. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Enjoying the program as Thank always. You. Thank you. Um, this is an extreme thought, but something to consider. You know, where do we draw the line if we're able to let them slide by in school, minorities? Then what about when they reach adulthood or even while they're still teenagers? Drug sales, uh, raping, murdering. Did we just do slaps on the wrist because they're minorities? Uh- don't lie. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because we have to be. It sounds ridiculous, but, but yeah. we have to understand this. We have to understand that. When and again, I think what makes it so disrespectful is when you see people who are minorities that have worked their tail off and they have they've overcome their obstacles and they've done extremely well. So why should they be punished or be put in some category that they don't belong? Yeah. Um, so so. They're not an example of maybe making decisions that were beneficial or just overcoming what was difficult. I mean, you, you got to learn to persevere. We're 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 taking perseverance now. Like oh. That's that that's just that's an unreasonable uh, uh, request. No one should have to persevere. Yeah. I got news for you. Where this thing is headed, you better learn you to better persevere. Learn. Uh, to Scott and Gadston, Z ninety three. Scott, go ahead. Mac 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 mac. 24 years strong, got a mojo question for you. Okay. <laughs> is it possible that this loss lays solely on the shoulders of the Falcons? I mean, is it possible for two teams from not only on the same weekend from Atlanta, the same day to win? Now, uh, help us. You're trying to say is there a way for the poor performance of the football team affect the performance of the baseball team because they're in the same city? But the Falcons won yesterday. Yeah, they beat the Vikings. I started to say, they played the Vikings. I know they won. Beat the mess out of them. <laughs> mm, yeah, I, 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 I don't think – I don't even understand that question. I know you were trying to tie two franchises from the same city together, but I didn't, I didn't follow it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's that time of day. I missed it. Jason in yeah. Birmingham. Go ahead, Jason. What's going on, Biggin? Hey, buddy. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, I was watching uh, Bryant Gumball's uh, – so, Real Sports Gumball. last week. Who, who yeah. was it? Who, who hosted it? Bryant Gumball. Yeah. Well, okay. Gumball. Right. Yeah, Gumball. Yeah, Gumball. Yeah, Gumball. Yeah, Gumball. Yeah. Go ahead. That's my special, special <laughs> uh, we got nothing to say. Been in for our Gumball. A, a segment that's near dear to your heart, Rick Burgess. It was uh, participation trophies and the negative effects or impact it's having on our youth. Is somebody just now getting to that story? I mean <laughs> – is that did Gumball finally decide to take that on? I think so, and I was actually surprised that they gave it such a negative spin because uh, yeah, there was one had had sixty six hundred fifty participants in this little tournament. I can't remember if it was flag football or communist kickball, but uh, there was a table <laughs> with two uh, that said champion, and the rest of them said all star. No second, third, fourth, last. <laughs> so it kind of touches on what y'all were talking about with with these kids not being yeah. able to, you know, keep up or meet deadlines. There, there were doctors that even said the uh, the impact. There, there's part of the brain that doesn't develop properly. No, you're right. I, I saw a psychologist talking about this, and he said the reason why it's damaging to the kid is the kid's not an idiot. Yeah, the kid knows he didn't. Right. Know it. 
Exactly. And, and now, now you're sending mixed messages. Yeah, now yeah, you're sending him a message that's kind of like, what now? He says, just because you say it, you think the kid doesn't know what really happened? Yeah. I mean, they do know. Yeah. Uh, and it's affecting them in a very negative way. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. And uh, we are thankful that you are here. Much to do on the program today. Bubba, we head back to Canada. Rick is standing by. One of our Canadians. Rick, are you uh, watching on YouTube? Yes, I am. Okay. okay. What part of Canada are First you from? I'm caller, a long time listener. Oh, okay. So Thank you, sir. Love the show. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So, what part of Canada do you are you in? We're about twenty miles east of Detroit City. Okay. You so, know, um, just Bell, Bell River, Ontario. Okay. So you barely in there. Yeah. But uh, what a beautiful place, yeah. though. Thanks for thanks for calling. So, what's on your mind, uh, Rick? Okay, well, I was on the rolling machine, and I heard you guys say in the year 2020, if we divided by 666, we get the number 30330, which is a, the number that we call for a text donation to Joe Biden. And from what I gather, you guys think that's too obvious, it can't be done, that nobody would do that. Well, guess what? Just type in Antifa.com in the URL space, and it goes right to Joe Biden donation page yeah now i knew that yeah, yeah, no, yeah you're right you, you are right about that sir it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a game to me this this is if you guys studied joseph campbell and mythology this is just good against evil and and these evil billionaires are just dropping the clues for us to pick up this might be the biggest thing trying to take over mankind ever but to them it's just a game so mm. they're going to give us these clues it's just good against evil so let's just go with Trump can you on come, the White Horse. Look, can you come? Can you come over the border and vote? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we get you to sneak into Detroit? <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I, I'd, I'd sneak into Alabama. We just love the coast down there, Gulf yeah. Shores and Orange Beach. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, come on back and see us, Rick, and get back, get better. back, hey, get back on the rower. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, Rick. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Rick. Very Ontario, much. Canada. Yeah, yeah. That's Canada calls here. We're huge in Canada. We are. Hey, everybody, hey! Everybody! Speedy was all that over. That was so Listen, good. Any tuber or any horn, <laughs> Speedy can air horn better than anybody. Tommy and Hoover. Tommy, go ahead. Yes, sir. I wanted to give a shout-out to my YouTubers in the mornings. Love those guys and girls. And if the vaccine comes through, I'm done wearing the mask. We're going to have us a revolution. Let's just do it and just take the mask off. Well, I'm here's done. what I'm wondering. Give me one right in my rump. <laughs> here's what I'm wondering about that, though. That. I, you know how we're obsessed with these masks uh-huh. because – we have people now that have already had it, and you don't get an antibody card where you don't have to wear it anymore. They'll probably still make you keep wearing it even after the vaccine. I've always like said you need look. to have like Unless you some get a kind of... mark on your forehead or right hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you can take it off. We yeah. need a wristband. As soon as the chip takes, by the way, activate. We need a ribbon s- saying I've had it. Something. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah like when I voted, I've had it. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's funny yeah. is I pictured in my mind you saying that. And Rick had just got back on his rower, right? In Ontario, and you said, <laughs> "Look, look, look put it back down again." Get it, dollars, man. To Cody 
Birmingham, Alabama. Cody, go ahead. How y'all doing, guys? Fired up. Just I mean, we, we just draw back like a flip. Just like it. <laughs> so, um, uh, three things. What time does Man Church start uh, on Sunday? Where is it at? And what time should it end? Okay, it starts at 6 p.m. Central Time. It'll be at Shades Mountain Baptist Church in Vestavia Hills uh, there in Birmingham. Okay, what what time should it end? It'll uh, probably about 7.30. Okay, okay, that'll work. Yeah, All right, that'll thank work. you, buddy. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, anything else? That's good. Uh, I think that's it. All right, I'll see you Sunday. Uh, let's go to uh, Drew in Montgomery. Drew, I-92, go ahead. Morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. You don't have to look at California uh, for this crazy school stuff. I've got friends here that teach junior high and high school in our public schools. They've been using Zoom since the first of the school year. If you log in, if a student logs in one day out of the week, the teacher's not allowed to count them absent. They cannot hold zeros or incomplete assignments against them, and they have to leave the assignment open, contact the parents, and give the children opportunity to go back as far as the first of the school year to complete all their assignments. Well, all right. Oh, wow. Well, all right. I challenge them. Real tight. Look, all this is. That'll make a move right up. All this is doing is this is going to cause people to go more into the the private schools if they can afford it and the homeschooling if they can pull it off. Yeah. That's what that's what it's going to be. Because you're just like, I'm not being, I am not staying here. This, this is, we've lost our, our walking around mind. Sure. To Daryl and Dothan, you start 103.9. Daryl, go ahead. Yes, sir. I want to talk about our gas prices. Okay. You know, Biden, when he first started coming into this election, he was talking about shutting down the refineries and, and closing the um, um, coal mines. Well, if he does that, he's going to be buying our gas from our oil from other countries, which is going to double our gas prices. Yeah, didn't he back off on that a little bit, Bubba? Didn't he back, walk that back a little bit because people started go, saying exactly what Daryl's saying? He's back well, on fracking. I think he's, he's backed off on fracking. Yeah, but that didn't. Well, you you remember when Obama said, you know, some people say the answer to these high gas prices is we need to drill more, but you know it'll take years and years for that to get to the pump. But we started the process and it got to the pump, and I like it. Boy, I'm telling yeah, you, it's boy, been it wonderful. And it got we, there we quicker are, than we were ever told and, it was going to get there. And look, there was a strategic plan once upon a time to let the Middle East uh, supply the oil for the entire world, let them pump their supplies dry, then the U.S. would have what they needed. The problem is they've got filthy rich <laughs> in the meantime doing it, and they have exported terrorism around the world, and that needed to come to a halt. Yep. To, uh, let's go to Jim and Coleman. Jim, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to pop in bubbles or anything. But uh, you can get COVID twice. <laughs> well, how do you I've had it already? Yeah, but- I've had it already. Well, there's been patients that have had uh, in the medical community. Uh, a lady nurse just informed me the other day because I was walking around like you know I had a a rhino immunity now that I'd had it, and she said, no, 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 Well, <laughs> don't care how many antibodies you got, you can still get it. Again. Yeah, we don't know how long you have you have the antibodies, but you never know. With this many yeah. false positives yeah. we've had, you may not have had it one of those Are you times. sure you had it the first time? Yeah. 
No, oh yeah, yeah. I had ten days of fever, and I put that five. So yeah, I had it for sure. What yeah, whatever. Well, see, here's the thing: it. it you can't you can't have an across the board answer because everybody's different. Everybody's immune system right. is yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I would say sure it's possible, but it, it's not as likely within the first six months. Right. The best data we got. And I'm still waiting on somebody to tell me whether Trump's press conference was a super spreader event <laughs> or. <laughs> which is seven out of a hundred something. Or, how did the guy with the mask get it? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. the mask doesn't protect you; it protects the people around you. I mean, I, have we Rick forgotten and that? Bubba, Rick and Bubba.